Hey, welcome back to the Generosity Experiment. Today, guys, I want to talk real quick about the comparison method. That's what I call it, at least. The comparison method of being grateful, of figuring out what it is we are to be grateful for by comparing. I recently read an article prescribing the method aim up, compare down, as it applies to our goals and achievements in our in our lives. So there's many of us that drive ourselves crazy by comparing up. Rather than enjoying our own circumstances, we lust for the things and traits and possessions that others have. We crush our own spirit by comparing ourselves to those that are smarter, younger, better looking, more successful, taller, wealthier, better athletes, whatever. You, you, you can get the idea of what we like to, we when we compare up, those are the kinds of things that we're comparing up to. And unfortunately, this is just a recipe for feeling like crap. We all know that though, right? We all know that comparing up makes us feel like crap. It makes us feel inadequate and in what we are not, right? So in comparing up, we lose the perspective of where we stand instead of appreciating what we are. We obsess about what we are not. We fail to savor our accomplishments and natural gifts. We are always grasping for something more in a never-ending futile effort that depletes our confidence and sense of self. So, let me ask you this. If comparing up leads to so much stress heartache, disappointment, and grief, then surely comparing down must be the answer, right? Well, that's what society tells us, is that comparing down, in contrast, helps you realize and enjoy where you are in the moment. They say it helps you recognize that while there's always room to grow in your path, you've already accomplished the things that only exist in the dreams of others. Sure, there's always someone with a bigger boat, but never lose sight of those with much less. That's what comparing down tells us. We tell ourselves that comparing down isn't an excuse to stop pushing ahead or striving for more. That's where aiming up comes in, because comparing down while aiming up seems to package it all up. Nice and neat, right? Compare down, aim up. Well, I personally am a big advocate of principles, something that will hold up no matter what the circumstances are. I think we can all see the obvious flaws in comparing up. That's easy. It makes us feel like crap. But comparing down seems to be the comparison of choice when we want to feel good about our own life. So let's examine comparing down for a bit by asking just a few questions. What happens when you are the starving kid in Africa that everybody's comparing down to, or the homeless man without a roof over his head on the street? What happens when you really do have it worse than anyone else around you, at least according to your own perspective? If I am feeling bad about the lack of beauty that I was blessed with, is it okay to look around to find someone uglier than myself so that I can feel good about where I am as it relates to the way I look? Well, sure, that's a vain thing that we, we talk about. And we say, well, no, of course not. But somehow it's okay to look at the poor person on the street and say, well, it's okay that they're poor. I'm better than them. But when it comes to something superficial like your looks, that's not okay. But it's the same principle. It's the same thing. 
Does seeing someone that has less than you make you truly grateful for what you have? Or does it make you grateful that we have more than someone else? Because those two things are totally different things. One is rooted out of pride. The other one is rooted out of true gratefulness. This question might just seem like a play on words, but it's actually really not. Without trying your evaluations of how you decide what you are grateful for to an anchor principle, when an especially dangerous storm comes and you are tossed about by the winds and the waves and become lost out at sea, in the comparing down model, which most of us are guilty for, after you have gathered your wits about you and the storm has passed, instead of pulling your boat back to the harbor, you look for another boat who may be also very lost at sea as well to tie your boat to. So while you may not think that you are lost as someone else, you're not as lost as somebody else, you're still lost. When you use the comparing down or comparing up or comparing at all model, you never get back to shore. You're always you're tying yourself to somebody who has it worse off, but you still are lost. You're still not where you need to be. So whether we compare up or whether we compare down, it leaves us with the same result of being attached to another person that may or may not know where they are even going. It's just that when we think we are attaching to someone else that we think we are less lost than, it somehow makes us feel better. Why do we feel the need to compare? What is it about the human race that has had us comparing ourselves to each other since the beginning of time? What is it? When we look side to side to see what others all around us have put up on the table, what their value proposition is, what they have and what they don't have, what they have done, what they haven't done, and then we put our things, our accomplishments, what we have or the lack thereof on the table, and we size each other up. We might see that Joe has done a lot, but that you have done more than Susie. And we compare our stuff to determine things like our value, how grateful we should be, and maybe even who we are better than or who is better than us. When we compare, we are stripping ourselves. Whether it's up or down, we are stripping ourselves of our individual and unique value that we come custom fit with when we enter into this world. Comparing to others is not only damaging to us, but it is never accurate. That's important to understand. It is never accurate. You will always see what others have or who they are the way that you would experience it. No matter how hard you try, you cannot know the meaning of what someone else is going through. You just can't. So when we compare, it is really only to justify whatever feeling that we have about ourselves, whether they are positive or negative. That's all comparing does, is it justifies the feelings that we already have about ourselves. If we are feeling down on ourselves, there is no better way to validate that feeling than to look at somebody else on the spectrum who you might view as better than you. You validate, you, you, you solidify your feeling and you validate yourself feeling down by looking at someone better or that you perceive as better.
humans, the one thing that we all want, we have in common, is we crave validation for our beliefs. Even the negative ones. We want to be proven right. We want to see that we are okay. That our world is intact. And we do that by validation. Whether we are comparing up or whether we're comparing down, it really doesn't matter because neither one is anchored in the principle that will give us a true north and a constant aid no matter what our circumstances are. Let me give you an example of what the point I'm trying to make here. A few years back, I took my family to Disneyland. It was fun. We had a great time. And out of the experience, my seven-year-old daughter, Andy, developed a love for Minnie Mouse. That was what she wanted for birthdays, Christmas, you name it. It was Minnie Mouse she wanted, and she wanted it now, right? We all also have two other kids, an older boy and our youngest girl. She was The youngest girl was three at the time. This is Phoebe. One, so one Christmas, for Christmas, we got Andy an oversized stuffed mini animal toy. She loved it. It was her very favorite gift that year. And my three-year-old, Phoebe, noticed how much love that and joy that this Minnie Mouse received from Andy. And she was starting to compare up. She started looking at her toys and she says, I don't love my toys near as much as you love your toys. And so assuming that if she had the toy that her sister had, that she and that her sister was enjoying so much and loved so much and getting so much joy out of, that she could ex- experience the same jubilee that her sister was, right? That she, if she had the Minnie Mouse, she would have the same joy and happiness. So for the next few days, Phoebe would whine and cry when Andy wouldn't let her play with the doll. So we would go back and forth between helping our children compare up and then down as it catered to our needs at the moment. You know, we said, well, we told our daughter Andy that she needed to be grateful that she had this and so she should share because Phoebe doesn't have it and she should be grateful that she had it in the first place. And then Phoebe comparing down to what she didn't have and other kids that didn't even have the toys she got for Christmas. And we were doing all this comparing back and forth, right? All this comparison method of gratitude. We were trying to use it differently with both kids and there were very very many valuable lessons that were taught over the ensuing weeks but perhaps the most powerful lessons were the ones that i learned here are a few of the lessons i learned during the week until i caved and bought phoebe the same doll yeah that's a parenting fail i know phoebe was comparing up and since she was she is only three and not something that she consciously learned yet it is something that as a human being we have all propensity to do we all compare up And we say the same things. Well, if I had that, I would be happy too, right? So I could see her as a parent that she would not enjoy the same level of joy as her sister, even if we bought her the exact same toy. Attributing her sister's joy to a circumstance or a thing was a false assumption. Assumption that that is where the joy really came from, right? The experience Andy had at Disneyland, that's that's what the, the secret was. The way that her mind processed the Disney characters, the amount of imagination she was able to apply, her belief of what she thought the doll meant, were all factors into her experiences of her experience with the mini doll, none of which she shared with her sister, Phoebe. So there was no way Phoebe could have the same experience with that doll as her sister. Comparing up gave her the impossible scenario that if she just had what her sister had, 
that she could have the same level of happiness. In fact, after about a week of having the new doll, Phoebe discarded her, the, the mini, and went back to playing with the raggedy old donkey that she's had forever since. In our talks as parents with Andy and trying to get her to share and mostly to get her sister to stop with the whining and crying, we used that comparison down model. We would say things like, you should be grateful for what you have and that, and that she doesn't, and therefore you should share. The thing is, is I could even see that as we use the comparing down model that she saw herself as more loved or more blessed or even that she just had more to be grateful for than her sister did, which wasn't true. The reality is that Andy had no more to be grateful for than her sister. But the more she saw her sister as having less, the more special she felt. It wasn't that that was our intention. We weren't trying to make Andy feel better about herself because somebody else had less, especially her sister, because we didn't feel that way. But, but using the comparison model brought her to that place. When it was all said and done, I see that there are a few indisputable points that can be made in most situations. The mini mouse was the same before it came into our house, before the incident, and it remained the same long after. We as the parents gave the specific present to that specific child because we understood the value it would bring to that specific child. We knew that Andy had the experience that she had that would make her appreciate that mini mouse that none of our other our children experienced. The rest is all made up in our heads. Andy was no better for having the mini doll, and Phoebe was no less for not having the mini doll. Phoebe being so focused on what Andy had, and the joy she was getting from what she had, blinded Phoebe from the joy that she could have had from the present that she was given, that had the very same potential in her life. Just as it is with the things in our lives, they are not more or less because of what someone else has or doesn't have. When we start to see that what we have are circumstances through the lens of what other people have, we lose sight of the same thing my girls lost sight of. We have a benefactor who sees fit to give us what we need, and he does the same for everyone else. Often, we let our focus get fixed on what other people have and what they've been given, and we lose sight of the reason why they've been given what they have been given, which we can't know. The things that we have, or the situations that we face, are not in any different than the Minnie Mouse experience. How we choose to see the different circumstances of our lives will determine the joy and the ultimate joy that comes when we want to know how grateful we should be. We need to look up instead of looking side to side when we decide what it is that we're grateful for. Now, as this pertains to the generosity experiment, there is, uh, when we do the same thing when we are generous, we look side to side and we say, who has less than us? Who should we be generous towards? We look up. Those people don't need to be generous, that we don't need to give charity or generosity towards those that have more, or that we perceive to have more than us. We tend to look down. We tend to compare down and say, who, who are the needy? Who are those in need? Who, who can I go help that doesn't have? And we miss a golden opportunity to serve and be served 
by all of the people on this earth, by all of God's children that all have a unique value proposition and that all have specific needs that we can't always see. And so the challenge is, as you see opportunities to be grateful, be grateful. When you see opportunities to be generous, be generous. Let go of the comparison up or down when you are evaluating those circumstances. That's all I have today. I'm excited to see you guys on the next episode. Have a great day and go out and be generous. Do me a favor. If you guys are enjoying this stuff, head over to thegenerosityexperiment.com and you can join us on our Facebook group page. And don't forget to share this with your friends because that's how we're going to spread this message and make an impact in the world around us.